Hey, hey, what's up, guys? This is the Leafs Convo Podcast presented by Oak Ridge Ford in London, Ontario, Canada, oakridgeford.com. It is May 17th, 2020, the early morning hours. I'm Norm James along with Mike Augello. This is the Leafs Convo Podcast, one million listens on all platforms. Thank you very much for that. Mike, good morning. Good morning, Norm. <laughs> good morning. That's your cue to talk. Oh, I'm sorry. Good morning, Norm. <laughs> no, there's so one million so... listens. Who's listening to this thing? This is ridiculous. Who listens? Yeah, to this? come on. Can they take the listens away now? No, but uh, good morning, Norm. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a actually a beautiful day in downtown Buffalo, which is a shock because normally it's raining and depressing. But uh, I hope that the uh, optimistic weather leads to optimism in terms of the world of hockey yeah. getting back on the ice. It feels like things are slowly emerging right or wrong whether under you know the guidance of the guidelines that have been put out there for us to follow or just people wanting to do whatever the hell they want to do things are Mm -hmm. starting to begin again right and just the the feeling of getting outside you know even some of the people closest to me uh who've had their guard up for quite some time are doing things Naturally, they wouldn't have done uh, a few weeks or a month back. Um, with that said, you're going to have this uh, growing hunger for hockey and, and sports and a lot of the, the normalcy we knew. We want that to return sooner rather than later. Mike, there's going to be a plan in place to actually concretely make something happen. I mean, luckily, the the NHLPA and the owners... Um, and some of the uh, some of the players, some of the individual players, lay committee together a few weeks back, and I think that's been a positive thing because you're getting all viewpoints uh, and all aspects, you know, discussed. And I know that you know there have been a few players, you know, I know Drew Doughty came out about a month or so ago and um, talked about, you know, why would I come back because my team's not going to make the playoffs, or <laughs> Devin Dubnik, not, Devin Dubnik not away, not wanting to be away from his. Uh, away from his family and it's like okay the the reality here is there's going to have to be some sort of compromise i think Mm -hmm. everybody knows that and and the only way to be able to get this done is to probably play in neutral sites i think there's no way that they're going to be able to play like a traditional series where a team Mm -hmm. goes from toronto to tampa to try it's going to be in neutral sites um players are just going to have to say you know like they're, they're going to have to do that at least temporarily to be able to get these games played and the league um there there has been some it it seems like the direction is going towards a 24 team playoff because that eliminates all the uh the 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 hubbub about close playoff races and teams that miss by a point Mm -hmm. or two not being in you're going to get everybody in there it's basically adding a round probably a best two of three series and that content to the rights holders will make up for the loss of you know 10 or 11 games of meaningless regular season games that would have been from the end of from the middle of March to the beginning of April so I think that's a pretty decent compromise but I don't think you see anything like what like Blake Snell said in Major League Baseball or or that kind of stuff because I, I think the NHL and the PA are on the same page and I'm more optimistic about base about uh, hockey and, and basketball 
getting back on the court and on the ice than Major League Baseball because you got a bunch of crybabies talking about how they're only going to make $3 million instead of $12 million. Imagine cutting that check if you're the owner. Where's the money coming from to fund those salaries? It's just not there. However, um, in the NHL, their plan is to just get back into business, eat what they have to, make what they can. The tournament idea to me, Mike, is fantastic. Can you imagine the television ratings? They, they are going to be through the roof. Just people who really couldn't give a shit about hockey otherwise, just wanting to see um, competition, stuff on television that's actually live. The, the hunger is out there for sports so much so that a documentary on Michael Jordan, which is you know has been excellent and it's concluding tonight, normally would get you know a couple million, three million viewers. It's getting like 15 because everybody is jonesing for for sports even something that was mm. 20 years ago but at least it's giving a new perspective yeah. to it you know everybody you know right now like ufc has had events with no with no with no fans i don't think it's going to be a problem for people to get used to a major league baseball game or an NHL game with no fans temporarily. They know it's something that they have to do. Eventually, we know the fans are going to be back, and that will that will it'll be, it'll be great when that happens. But right now, we just can't. Well, do it. from what 2007 to 2010, there were no fans at Blue Jays games until Jose Bautista uh, <laughs> was picked up from the Pirates. I think. Yeah, that that that's yes. a documentary in and of itself, right there. The emergence of Jose Bautista and the uh, the endless uh, lineup of Yankee fans who thought he was on steroids because he wasn't wearing pinstripes. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Yankees fans, what are you going to do about them? Right? They're kind of like Leafs yes. fans. Yeah, they're they're incredibly intelligent. That's true. <laughs> okay, calm down there. This is the Leafs Convo Podcast. I'm Norm with Mike. So the uh, expansion draft uh, is closing in June 2021. Mm. Um, it's almost just around the corner. <laughs> The Maple Leafs are going to have some players uh, who are currently on the roster now that will be poached by uh, the Seattle franchise. And, and it seems the Maple Leafs are making plans to be sure that they have enough personnel in place in case um, some of their guys are taken in that draft. Adam Brooks signed to a two-year, two-way deal. What is he? In, would you say he's an insurance policy? The, the organization clearly likes Adam Brooks and likes the fact that he is advanced and improved since uh, he was drafted in 2016. He had two big years in the WHL. I think almost led the WHL uh, in scoring. I think he fell short by a point. Then came to the came to the Marlies. Was part of the Calder Cup winning team. Then had a good year last year, dancing in the lineup. And this year he got a seven game. Uh, look see up at the NHL level and they like what they saw he had three assists so I think they think he he projects as an NHL forward uh, he's 24 years old so he's a little older when he was drafted they signed him to a two-year deal it's a two-way deal I believe he still has some waiver exemption but the reason I, I, I connect this to the expansion draft is because more than likely the Leafs are going to use the traditional seven forwards three defensemen one goaltender in terms of protection um, if they do that, they have a couple dilemmas. Now, I believe that they will expose a guy like Freddie Gauthier because Gauthier meets the requirements of 
uh, games played. You have to have a certain amount of games played over the two years before expansion to be able to qualify. So um, I think Adam Brooks, because he, and I believe he is exempt because he just play, started his NHL career this year, he would be exempt. So if they if somebody does pick up Gautier, then they have a fourth line center already in the organization, or they could re-sign or sign somebody in free agency to, to cover that. But with the fact that you know they're tied up against the cap, that that's always a consideration to have somebody who they sign like Brooks at seven hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. But if you look at the Leafs roster, seven forwards, you're talking about exposing either Kerfoot or Kapanen or Janssen or Pierre Engball mm-hmm. to expansion. Um, you're on defense. You have four defensemen right now that they would probably want to, uh, protect, um, Riley Muzzin. And then, you know, the right now, Justin Hall or Travis Dermott. Now, Sandine, Lilligren, all those guys, uh, all the European and Russian free agents that they've signed, they're exempt, but they're exposing players that they believe or they think, or their value is mm-hmm. as core players. And I think that that means that you could see Kyle Dubas at some point after this season make a deal where he's trading a Kapanen and a Dermot for one player, and it's easy to protect that, but other teams have the same issues. So it would be, you know, they're either going to lose one very valuable player or they're going to, uh, you know, expose players that they don't mind losing and I would say they don't they wouldn't mind losing Freddie Gauthier as opposed to losing a Kerfoot or a Kapanen. You can mitigate Johnson. some of the hurt in losing players that you want to keep by making deals ahead of time. First things first, get back on the ice and see if the Leafs can somehow triumph uh over top of this cobbled together tournament uh that we're all anticipating so much. And then the sorting out of personnel from there, Mike, this team whether it faces an expansion draft or uh, you know a, a protracted playoff run or a you know a mini tournament has personnel issues, regardless of what it's facing or what's around the corner. As of right now, this team can be better in so many ways, uh, despite the the glut of talent mm-hmm. uh, that currently you know represents the blue and white. Whether preemptively or just doing it. Um, you know, for the sake of doing it, I encourage any move that Kyle Dubas can make to improve the fortunes of this team. Last word to you. Yeah, I, I just think that, you know, and I don't think that the conclusion of this season, whether this team advances into a conference final or they lose in the first round because of the situation with the pandemic and everything that has been thrown up uh, over the last few months uh is going to be determinative in terms of Kyle Dubas making changes. I, I think more than likely he's going to stay the course, but I, I think that ex- the expansion draft may have more in terms of an impact. If they feel that they're going to lose players um, in the expansion draft that they deem valuable, then they may want to make a, a two-for-one or a three-for-one type of deal where they get a bigger player that has an impact and alleviate themselves mm. of that issue. But we will see Mike, going forward. It's always fun. And thank you very much for bringing your sage, wise, omniscient presence to this show. Half Leaf fan, half Yankee fan. Half of you is fine. Half of you is arguable. Have a great day, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, Norm.